We're here today with John Dubois, designer of Avignon, A Clash of Popes, and its many expansions. Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Elucidate. To make lucid, especially by explanation or analysis, to give a clarifying explanation. So, John, can you uh, elucidate on this? So, I, <laughs> I heard of elucidate <laughs> and, and immediately thought party game. Um, you know, what, whether it's uh, a Dixit style or a Balderdash style game or even um, something like you'd see in a Jackbox where um, you'd have some sort of term or phrase or, or a made-up idiom where then people had to then elucidate by clarifying what it is. And so, you know, where with reality, you have to say the bee's needs means that it's really good. Um, if in a game about elucidating, you'd have to say, you know, like, what does the pen to paper mean? What does pen, putting pen to paper mean? And um, everybody had to think of their idea of what that idiom would mean and um, either score the best fun or you know, play it until you're bored, or however it is you usually play party games. I, yeah, I like to play them until we're bored, essentially. Just forget about scoring and just just run with it. Yeah, it, it varies. I mean, Dick said I like to keep score, but, like, concept and telestrations, we just play for... Um, and I feel like this would be a play forever one. Yeah, I'm exactly the same way. Dick said I do keep score. Because Dixit has a killer score mechanism going on. I love it. It's also got the bunnies. <laughs> exactly. I have you played um just to bring up something like this I was talking about on today's podcast was uh uh Bring Your Own Book. Have you seen that? I ha- I have seen it. I have not played it yet. I really want to. I, I keep wanting to save that. One of the our game group has a number of people's houses we usually go to and one of the hosts is a school librarian. Oh, it's awesome. And I keep wanting to play that at her place. Yeah, to me, that's the best of those types because it allows you to be creative, but it gives you the prompt of, uh, and you bring your own book and you just search through the book and find something just super fitting. To me, it's just finding something fitting that can be witty and clever and 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 just great. So, yeah, yeah. So that's um, you know, so so that's the first thing to elucidate. The second one is, you know, I I can see that as a. Uh, Almost a, and this might be me being a speech therapist coming out, like a task where you get something that's not very clear, and you have to make it clear. And so whether that's a blurry drawing that you then have to draw and make a better explanation for, or a obtuse sentence or paragraph that isn't written very well, and you have to clarify it in some way. But that's a um, much higher work for a payoff. <laughs> yeah, that that's interesting that you got this word and that is your that is your job. <laughs> <laughs> or your job is just coming through in whatever word you might get. <laughs> right. So tell tell us about your job because I know about your job, but tell tell other people. Okay, so I'm I'm a speech therapist and uh, mostly in schools. And so what my job is is to uh, help kids more good. Um and Pretty much, it's helping kids expand their vocabulary and their ability to express themselves 
or the ability to understand the language to them. And so um, I bring, I in particular bring a lot of games into the mix. Um, I play a lot of Apple apps with my kids. Um, I still get my storyteller cards out at least once a day. Well, that's two uh, things I was going to ask. I was going to say, one, do you bring games? And two, you made a storyteller cards game with me years ago that basically was based on this. Yeah, and I, I don't actually use my storyteller cards game. I kind of use the cards themselves as prompts more cool. more than anything else. Um, but the one game I am bringing in next week, which is going to be very interesting to see, is I have some high school kids who have um, a lot of social language, like anticipate how somebody else is feeling kind of like goals. And I've been at a loss as to how to help these kids because they're just very resistant to anything that makes them look different. Yeah. Well, I saw one of the one of the kids carrying around a D and D monster manual, and it occurred to me that I could probably get them playing Legacy of Dragonhold, which and are you familiar with that? I'm not. No, tell me about it. Okay, so it's a relatively new game from FFG. Um, and oh, I've seen it. I saw the cover of it. It's like epic, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, it's it's a mixture of I would say a D and D and a choose your own adventure book. Wow! And so it's very like you have your character sheet with your skills, but there's no randomizer. Everything is choice driven and no DM. And so, I assume uh, there's no DM built in. Um, I'm going to act as a DM for the kids. Yeah. But it is a DM-less system. There's six. You have six players, um, one to six. And if you're playing with more than one player or more than one character, um, you get a little choice token. And once you have made a choice in the game, you flip your token over, and you can't choose anything again until every player has made a choice. So it's got its own kind of anti-quarterbacking system there. That's neat, yeah. Um, but what it does is you go into the dungeon, and so you're in the dungeon, and you choose a direction to go, and you come across a part of the dungeons caved in with rocks. If you have athletics, you can try to move the rocks and go to this page. Or you can try to walk around the rocks in the passage. If you have um, acrobatics and squeeze through. Um, if you have an alchemist kit, you can try to melt the rocks away. Or you can just turn around. Okay. And depending on what you choose, you go and there's consequences and you have hit points, but there's absolutely no random factor in it. There's no dice or cards That's or anything like that. Now, are those choices giving to, given to you, or are you coming up with them on your own based on your attributes? Yeah, the choices are given to you, but like obviously if you don't have the athletic skill, you can't choose the yep. athletics option. Got it. Um, and so as you go through the game, there is a little card deck of items that you can pick up items that you can use throughout the game. But there's also a tracking sheet that is just this grid of story items, like all alphanumeric. Um, so A1, B2, C3. And as you get certain things, like if you meet a certain character and interact with them positively, you can mark off story item X3. And sometimes those will play into later in the game. And so there are certain NPCs that, depending on your actions, could die. Okay. And so in later parts of the game, it's if you have this story option, this character's alive and something good happens, or this character's alive and something bad happens. 
Um, and so it's a really neat kind of consequence-driven game with a role-playing system that's a lot simpler and more accessible. And I'm wondering if I can use that system to um, help these kids elucidate um, how they're feeling about things or how their characters might feel about things. Yeah, that's that's neat. When are you doing this again? Next week, I'm hoping to. You'll have to let me know so I can update everybody here. Because yeah. I'm, I'm curious. And and I'm also curious how the game goes, because I, I, I was interested in that when I saw it. And just the sound I, of it seems like it's up my alley, because I can't I can't commit to a full role-playing game. I just can't do it. So something like that might, know, might help. I've played through the solo campaign already. Oh, nice. And so, and, and it was it was fun. Um, it, it's you know it's about half hour to an hour per session, and it's six to eight sessions. Um, and so it's something that you can easily knock out after the kids go to bed or something like that. Um, Very cool. And so yeah, so I, I'm a fan of the system. I'm just curious to see how it interacts with these kids. Yeah, definitely, definitely keep me posted. I'm curious. What else do you have going on? Do you have anything else coming up? I want to get your contact information to tell everybody. We're also going to have another episode tomorrow, so we'll talk again. But tell us, tell everybody how to contact you and if you've got anything else going on. Um, you can get a hold of me uh, on Twitter, at John Dubois. Um, I don't really have anything much in the pipeline, so I'm just going to tell everybody to go by Avignon. <laughs> well, you did it, so now I don't have to. There we go. Um, but no, I don't really have anything in the pipe right now because I've got a one-year-old, and so it's been about a year since so I've been able to work on games much. <laughs> My kids are uh, seven, seven, ten, and I'm back working on games now, so it'll come. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, this this was fun, and we'll we'll do it again. So thanks, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me.